We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spry Space Podcast. I'm Lacey, and today we have Seth with us today. Hello, everyone. Seth, you've been researching. You kind of did like a specific research project recently. I did. So tell me about the research project that you've been working on. Backstory is last time I was at a meeting with you, we were kind of discussing how one of your clients said they had quit posting on a social media channel for a while. And then when they started again, they actually noticed that their engagement rate went up. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty neat. You know, mm-hmm. that's what, what an interesting observation. And then I heard another one of our clients say the exact same thing. So I was like, I wonder if there's any validity to this. And so I actually talked to you and you said, well, do an experiment on this. See if we can actually prove what they have said. It turns out that I had a social media channel that I had been horribly neglecting. And so I was like, it'd be the perfect opportunity to see if we can make this actually happen. So my hypothesis originally was that when I started posting on this neglected thing again, I would probably see a spike in the engagement rate. And we're Um, comparing this to like the engagement rate before you took a break in posting, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I I put down the numbers for both the engagement rate and the number of clicks just so that people can compare. So then the average number of clicks for a segment before and the average number of clicks for the segment after, just so that there isn't any weird doctoring of numbers. You have one strange post that throws off the whole study. That's what we're going to be talking about when we're talking about engagement rate. Okay. So post clicks or likes or... Okay, so so here's where it got interesting. So I was going to do like likes and then the number of comments and okay. the number of people who replied to comments that I commented on their comments, sure. you know, that kind of thing. But I wanted the numbers to be super clean. And yes. so I actually went with clicks and the engagement rate put forth by Facebook. Okay. Um, because I figured with that, no one would come back and argue and be like, well, your math doesn't match up with Facebook's math. I feel like your study is skewed a little bit. Yes. So I was like, I will just use the numbers provided to me. Because when I was looking at the numbers, the number of comments and everything, they were skewed just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that it was actually clean. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so that's where we started. Okay. So what I want to talk about on this too, just as we're introing, is this is something that we've seen and heard from quite a few different brands is, you know, right when we start posting, we see this big jump in engagements and engagement rates. And then after we continue consistently for a while, we see it kind of plateau or drop off a bit. And that is so frustrating to me because (laughs) you know, it is so important for brands to be consistent. So anything that gets them to think that consistency isn't going to be helpful for them makes me frustrated. (laughs) So this whole thing is frustrating to me, but at the same time, I'm so curious. I want to know all the data. So tell me about what you did. Tell me about the process that you took for this experiment. Okay. So the process that I took was, I already mentioned that I had this social media channel that I wasn't posting on. So my process was I would take the average from the eight posts before, which was about three months worth of posts and the eight posts after spacing them out to match about the three months. And I would take the numbers from that 
my process during the post is I tried to stay as consistent as I was before the break, right? Okay. Like I jumped back in trying to mimic exactly what I was doing because again, didn't want to skew the numbers. If I was posting a video, I posted videos. If I was writing text, I wrote text. If oh, I was that's doing a really a, good controlled experiment. Yeah, I, I, I tried to keep it very, very clean and very good. The only thing that might have been skewed a little bit is the amount of interaction I did with people interacting because okay. uh, since I started this channel, I have learned from a very brilliant social media company that I work for <laughs> <laughs> that it's good to engage with your people that are engaging with you. So that yes. might be one okay. of the things. Um, we'll get to some variables that may not have been accounted okay. to later, but I tried to keep it very, very consistent. I know that sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what did you find? Uh, it's tough to say. So I'm actually going to pull up the numbers here real quick, just so okay. I don't misspeak. So it's only tough everything. to say because it's tough to remember. Is that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So before I started the experiment, my average number of clicks was 21.625. And then after the experiment or the, after the break, my average clicks was 41.375, which is, that's like almost double. I mean, that's half again. Wow. So that blew my mind when I, when I did this. I mean, I expected to see a spike. I didn't expect it to almost double. Okay. okay? And then for engagement rate, my average engagement rate was 18.38. And after the break, my engagement rate was 22.125. So again, that's a significant jump. Yes. Um, I mean, if you were to take that to a statistician, he would say that that is relevant. That mm -hmm. is a, that's a notable change in the numbers. But so the, what conclusion can you draw from that? Okay. So this is where my waters get a little bit muddy okay. because I want to be careful. I don't want to encourage people to quit posting on their channels, right? That's not a good idea. No matter how you look at exactly. it. Exactly. I'm looking at you with numbers. my arm crossed. I know, I know. You're like, oh. The conclusion that I initially drew was that this was a good idea. Well, not necessarily a good idea, but that it worked. It caused the numbers to jump. My hypothesis was that it would cause a spike, but then it would eventually level back out to the numbers where it was, or even maybe even dip below. And I didn't exactly find that. Okay. So the numbers spiked. And then at the tail end of the thing, it did drop back down, but it didn't quite drop down to the numbers that I was getting before, before the, the, break. the break. So at least there was some increased frequency of engagement and increased clicks overall. There was overall there mm -hmm. was. And even now, like the experiment was taking place a while ago. I've looked at my ones now and they are still a little bit higher than it was before. Okay. But I think I've actually got a reason for that. Okay. I actually titled this paper. The I love that you just called it a paper. Pa too. Well, I, I feel it's like that kind it's of what so it is. It is, right? We're, we're almost like scientists. In order to do these studies, you have to do a controlled experiment and get the results. So I'm going to, for this, call it a paper. Um, I titled okay, the Dr. Paper, Roberts. Dr. Roberts. Maybe someday. I'm thinking about <laughs> going for my doctorate. But that's maybe, maybe later down the road. So I, I titled the paper, The You're Still Alive Effect, because I think... Which I think was a great title, by the way. I, I also have to give props to Rachel for that. Oh, because, really? Yeah. So I wrote the paper and then I gave it off to her to peer review it and to proofread it, make sure there's no spelling errors or anything like that. And she's the one that actually threw that into the title position because I hadn't really given it a title mm. or anything. She just is super creative as we all are, but she saw that and she was like, oh, that's the title right there. Mm -hmm. So technically she did it even though I came up with the name of okay. the thing. In my paper, I call it the you're still alive effect where you don't post for a while. And then the people that are used to seeing you, they 
almost forget that you exist, which does happen on like social they miss media. miss you. Yeah. And so you start posting again. And then suddenly they're like, oh, my God, you're, you're still, still alive. alive. <laughs> so, so it's the you're still alive effect. Right. Uh -huh. And so I think that's what actually causes the initial spike. I think the reason that I actually am seeing a higher a maintained, a level. maintained level is because those people were like, oh, my God, you're still alive. They felt obligated to comment on my post saying you're still alive. Hey, we really enjoyed this post. Hey, we liked this. Hey, we didn't like this. I mean, you get the negative with the positive, but it's still counted as engagement. Correct. I think that actually spurred other people to like my page. Before we get to the end of this, I am not encouraging people to not post on, <laughs> on their channels because I think overall it would be more damaging than good because I still think as we go along, I'm probably going to see where it levels out because I had such a rush of engagement, which with that spike, I think I also got a whole lot more shares than I was getting beforehand during that spike. And because of that, I actually increased my follower count a little bit. And since then, some of those people that followed me during that spike have also unfollowed me, which is kind of the leveling out there. And I think I'm going to see more of that as we go along because people were like, oh, we really liked this post. And then they discover that they don't really like what I'm doing and they unfollow. So any, any other questions? Yeah, I, I mean, so I have a thought specifically because I loved the title that you're still alive effect because none of the clients who had come to us, like most of them are consulting clients, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not clients that we manage their accounts for. It's people who are doing it themselves, which means that, ah. that the content is very personal to them. Yes. Okay. And the uh, engagement that they get from them, from the posts they take personally as well, Yes, which also means the lack of engagement they take personally as well. Exactly. And what you have to understand understand as a social media manager is that one post doesn't make or break your campaign, doesn't make or break your presence. Yeah. And so there are going to be posts that just don't get as much engagement. And I think that's a deterrent to people. They get very disappointed and they take it personally. You know, well, these, these first few posts that I put up, the you're still alive effect happened yeah. and I got five, six, seven comments. And now that I've done it consistently, these two posts got almost nothing, you right. know, and people get so disappointed and take it personally yeah. you know there must be something wrong <laughs> you know <laughs> fix the algorithm <laughs> but but the truth i think is is that you will just find there will be spikes and valleys yes it's going to be based on you know what kind of current events are happening in people's lives maybe there's something big going on that people are more distracted and so they're not as focused on entertainment and you know finding new content and information on social media so i think my biggest takeaway from it mm -hmm. is like don't get discouraged yeah. when there are pieces of content that don't get the engagement that you want. It's going to happen. Right. And it's okay. You just keep moving and keep moving and gaining momentum. Yeah. I would actually add to that too and tell people that if you are getting like certain ones that get almost no likes at all and some that are getting spikes, take note of what you are actually putting in the content there because it may actually be your content that is drawing people to actually engage on certain things and cause the spikes and love it. And then other things they're like, they're neutral to it or they just don't like it. So actually keep notes. Like if you're posting pictures of your, your kids and people are like, commenting, commenting, commenting. And then you post a picture of your cat who everyone knows is the devil. Um, 
and no one comments. What, you, do you have you a may, devil cat? My mom does. Uh, <laughs> you may actually find that you need to shift your content just a little bit to actually match what your people are wanting to see from you. I'm also glad that you mentioned the whole personal thing, both taking it personal on the people not commenting and the people taking it personal on the you've quit posting for a while, because that was one of the variables that I was going to say that could have affected the outcome is the channel that I did this on was a very personal channel. I mean, even it's not that it was just like my personal channel, but it was a personal channel in the realm of personal channels. So like it's my personal channel and then it's really personal. Okay. So what he's trying to say, can you say the word personal 17 more times? I can try. What you're trying to say (laughs) is it's like very important to your heart. It is. Like it's, you have a, you have a personal brand, so it's not a personal page. It's technically a business page, but it's like a personal brand page. And it's about something that's very close to your heart. Well said. And you even said it without saying personal. My gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is what I was going with. So because of that, I honestly think that if it was like a business account where they are doing ads and they are posting about their business and stuff, I doubt you would see as much of this. You're still alive effect. And I also Mm, um, think that it would bottom back out and level back out. I think because it was a super personal account, it probably affected the data a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I do want to put that out there for people that might try to uh, repeat the experiment and see if they get the same results. That would be a variable. That would be a variable Mm -hmm. to it. See if you can match it with a business account versus a personal account. Okay, great. Um, The other variable that I wanted to mention is I did engage with my clientele a little bit more with this than I was beforehand because so if they commented exactly so you've picked up that skill you know if they comment asking them a question in the comment to get them to respond again you know that's a that's a new skill that you'd learned that you hadn't before yeah so I wonder if that had an impact on the extended increase in engagements. I wonder because that is a proven way to actually bring up your right. engagement rate mm-hmm. is to re-engage with your people. Mm-hmm. And so it's very possible that the spike was normal, but the the prolonged rise is actually due to the fact that I just became a better strategy. engager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give um, you a badge that says I'm a better engager. Oh gosh, <laughs> I will wear that badge. <laughs> okay. So at the end of every Spryspace podcast episode, we like to talk about where you've been working lately. So as a remote digital marketer, have you been working anywhere new lately? Anywhere interesting? I actually have been working, maybe not interesting, but new. So I think last time you had me on, um, I had mentioned that I was living in a camper and so I was working from wherever nature brought me. Yes. Um, since then, we, uh, my wife and I have actually bought an apartment. So I've been working from the top of a hill with a beautiful view of the Columbia River mm. and just staring out my window, looking at the Columbia, working from home. Do you actually so. have a view of the river from your apartment? I can literally see the That's Columbia. Disgusting. Oh, it is. It's <laughs> so great. Yeah. I'll, straight out the window is the Columbia and off to the left, I can see Mount Hood. So oh, beautiful. It's amazing. Okay. That's so good. So. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. So if people want to hear any more from us, which of course they do they do where can they go anywhere really i mean we are becoming that amazing they oh can go I, I just love seth's attitude i really do <laughs> it's true though like we're taking over the internet by storm but 
if they want specifics, they can go to Facebook. I believe we're at Aspry Digital Marketing. Agility. Is the agility on our Facebook one? Yeah. So on Facebook, the title is Spry Digital Marketing Agility. Okay. But the handles on all of them are at Think Spry. Oh, at Think Spry. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she just said the handle on all of them are at Think Spry, which is the easiest and quickest way I have found to find us. Yes. Just Mm -hmm. at Think Spry us. Um, We also have thinkspry.com, which is our website where you can find all of these fantastic papers we've been working on. So, And if you want any more of a personal connection, we do have a Facebook group as well called Spry Space. So we invite anybody into that group who is managing any sort of social media account. And in there, we're kind of troubleshooting IT issues for social media. We're brainstorming new campaign ideas, just asking each other's opinions for stuff. It's very fun. It is. Um, in fact, I'm going to just do a quick plug here for Surprise Space because I personally love it. I've kind of mentioned the whole like papers and scholarly article, you know, it's, it's not quite, but it's getting there because we are doing these experiments. And I really like Spry Space because it's actually very much like a peer reviewing situation. Yes. You can actually go in there and drop your content in and, and ask us, Hey, what do you think? Will you, will I get good engagement on this? Um, how could I change it to maybe like ask a better question of my followers? And so it's, it really is a fantastic place if you're interested in becoming a better social media manager. Yeah, I love it. Very good. Thank you. I've been using it that way too. And it's been very helpful. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope to see you around on uh, other corners of the internet that apparently we're just invading. So we'll find you in the corners of the internet. (laughs) But until then, we hope you have a wonderful day and we will talk to you soon. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye. Bye.